Jeff Katz, News Radio WRVA. As you know, the final Friday of each and every month is Blue Friday. This is when we bestow the Lieutenant Jan McTurnham Blue Friday honor on a very, very deserving local Central Virginia law enforcement officer. And this month we have a really impressive gentleman uh, who has been nominated for the Blue Friday honor, and it is my honor, quite frankly, to welcome from the Henrico County Police Division, Corporal Alexander Danilovich. How are you, sir? I am doing well. I got through your entire name, and I'm hoping I'll be able to do it again, sir. You did very awesome. Probably <laughs> the first time anybody said it right from a first or second try. Well, I appreciate that. And Corporal, it is it is really good to have you here. We've been uh, chatting a little bit uh, about what brought you, not just to the Henrico County Police Division, what brought you to the United States. Uh, Belarus is where you are originally from, correct? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And your wife is from Ukraine. Correct. That's correct. So I'd imagine there are a lot of conversations going on right about now. So we try not to talk politics, but we definitely want to get a piece for Ukraine. Her family is still there. We praying and wishing them the best. Yeah, absolutely. So, so tell us a little bit about your your adventure. You come to the United States, if memory serves. You're 14 years old, and you come from the old Soviet Union to the United States. Pretty big change. That's correct. So the city where I live was um, about 100 kilometers from Chernobyl nuclear power station. The wonderful, wonderful place who had a one of the biggest disasters in the world history and the Soviet Union government decided to cover up. Mm-hmm. So my parents at that time, God bless their hearts, they said we gotta try and find a new home. And they brought us to America to, you know, seek American dream and try and find a better life for ourselves. And so far, uh, I think I'm making them proud. I'm doing my best and I think I'm providing good for my family and making uh making American dream. Absolutely. Well, we're pleased to have you here. And I, I, I have to mention that you didn't camp, come right to Henrico. You stopped first. You're in Buffalo, New York, for goodness sake. And that was just was that just because you missed eight to 10 feet of snow? Yeah, we figured we'd go skating right away. Uh, <laughs> we had relatives. The way it worked, the immigration process worked. They have to somebody have to sponsor you. And we have family and relatives in Buffalo, New York. And I went to high school there. I went to college there. I got my degree in criminal justice. And that time, started looking for a job. And uh, Henrico County did an amazing advertisement with the, uh, with the, uh, you know, internet. And next thing you know, I'm getting a job here and got a nice letter saying, "Welcome to Henrico Police Department." You know anything about Henrico? Never heard of Henrico. I have a friend in Virginia Beach. That's the coast I know about uh, Virginia. And when I was in the academy, the guys used to make fun of me. Said the only way you know how to get in '64 from Richmond <laughs> to Virginia, so you're gonna be a state trooper. You're not gonna be a police officer. So, but 19 years later, so far so good. Um, tomorrow's a big day. Tomorrow, somehow, I'm getting promoted to a sergeant too. So I'm not sure how that happened, but uh, we'll see. We'll see how it's going to be. Well, let's talk about it because you are a school resource officer now, and you're doing amazing things in the school, but. Before we get to that, and before we get to your promotion to sergeant, which, by the way, as I understand it, is well deserved. Uh, I mean, you're uh, you're a kind man, and uh, and your your self deprecating humor is on full display. But I'm here to tell you that it is well deserved, according to uh, other folks inside the Henrico County Police Division. But you came out of the academy. You're newly minted. You're in an area that, quite frankly, is relatively new to you. Um, tell us about the first couple of, I was going to say a couple of years, how about the first couple of days in Henrico? Uh, was very nervous, didn't know anything, 
I had a great FTO. His name is Jay Cable. He's still with the division. He was very, very kind to me. He he took me under his wing. He understood it's not just new job, new area. It's a new culture because yes. Buffalo, New York is little north, Virginia, south. Obviously, in, in Philadelphia, you can relate. It's, this yeah. thing's different. Yeah. We don't fry stuff, everything. We don't fry everything <laughs> in the Buffalo. Anyway. <laughs> so it was it was a lot of fun. Um I, I try my best. I enjoy the job. I love the job. I work five years a midnight shift, and it, it, it was great. I worked with a great group of people. I had a great supervisors, and uh, again, enjoy every 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 sing, single uh, second of the job because very proud to wear a uniform. Yeah, it was my dream since I was you know five years old with uh, be a police officer of firefighters and and uh, grow up in Soviet Union. Being police officer, their police is very very corrupt. They oh. cannot be trusted. Um, people don't respect them. People don't like them. And there was a lot of issues with the police department in a common America and find out that it's totally different. Totally it's, different. It's totally different. Right. Now, the, the funny thing is you, you talk about your choice between a police officer or a firefighter. Now, there were many of us who were, frankly, rather envious of the firefighters because they figured out how to get paid while they slept. Well, I try to take the test for a fire department, but I keep waking up after hour 18, 19 to say you can't do it. Uh, I was I was a volunteer firefighter back in New York. I was a volunteer wow. for almost five years while I was going to college. I enjoy it. But again, something deep inside my heart to be a police officer, it was just a dream. It was just, you know, young kid dream. And a lot of police officers right now say, well, I decide to be a cop when I was 18, 19, 20. Yeah. I had the dream since I was four or five years old and uh, I achieved it. So that's... That, that's a gift. That's yeah, a, it absolutely gift. is. We're thrilled to have you. Alexander Danilovich is joining us. He's a uh, corporal with the Henrico County Police Division, but that's only a matter of time because in a matter of minutes, frankly, he's going to be Sergeant Danilovich. And let's talk a little bit about your service inside the schools as a school resource officer. You know, there's a perception, unfortunately, for some that law enforcement's the enemy. Right. There's sometimes there are young kids who have never seen a police officer in a positive way. And you've got the opportunity inside the schools to, frankly, make a difference, not just with those students, but with their families, with the teachers, with the whole community. So, correct. Unfortunately, the times have changed and a lot of people believe what they see on TV. A lot of people believe what they see on social media. I was given truly amazing, amazing opportunity to change the views, to educate them, to show them what at least Henrico County Police Department really is. Um, there's a number of times I asked the teachers or parents or administrators the question, I said, would I judge somebody from New York, Chicago, Philadelphia, Los Angeles, if the teacher did something bad? Is mm-hmm. our teachers are bad? It's like, well, no, it's not. Well, please don't judge me because a police officer in Chicago, New York, you know, Los Angeles, Florida, or anywhere, because judge me for who I am, what I am. Judge Henrico Police Department for who we are. Right. So I was given this opportunity. We start the programs um, in Brooklyn Middle School. That was my school. I started Criminal Justice Club. Basically, the whole thing started. One of the teachers keep sending me the kids, say, hey, this kid want to be a police officer. Go talk to him. And they have a conversation with one child, the other child, or young adults, whatever you want to call them, uh, because... They, I don't like to call them kids. They, they're, not, they're not kids. They're young adults. 
and the teacher decided to be a smart, uh, smart remark, be a smarty pants, and once you just open the police club, well, joke on him, I start the criminal justice club. <laughs> and uh, it was going very, very successful. And then somebody approached it because every middle school police officer assigned to middle school have between three to five elementary school we're responsible for. Oh. So we travel, I, I stay in middle school, my office is in middle school, but I go to elementary school, teach the program and keep the kids safe. And we do a lock and hide drills and lock and hide uh, training with the teachers, administrators. So the school approached me and said, how about we start a program, something like this, Criminal Justice Club in our school. And Johnson Elementary was the first school. And there's a amazing, amazing assistant principal there, Nicole Friend, who is was very helpful from day one and very supportive. And we started a called First Responders Club in a Johnson Elementary. And Johnson Elementary is about a block and a half away from the station. It's, it's definitely in this district. And uh, it was amazing to see the reaction of the, of the kids. It was, it was truly, it was my pleasure, my honor to serve them. So in the last two years with the COVID hit, it was definitely difficult to do face-to-face meetings because, yeah. you know, yeah. obviously the kids not there, but we did a virtual. And then when the kids come back, we start doing this thing. And uh, it, it, it was awesome. It was just to see what kids knew before or believe what they knew before and what they learned from us. Mm. And one of the main um, lessons for them is respect. Yeah. They have to show respect to themselves. Right. They have to show respect to the parents, adults, and have to show respect to the police officers. And I gave them a promise. I said, when you deal with police officer, please show them respect. Police officer might, he or she might have a bad day, but you still show them respect. If police officer is not showing respect, I will try and figure out what's the deal with that. And if police officer is wrong, I will apologize. I will come to you personally. I will apologize on police officer's behalf. Wow. And the kids really like that. So, um, And I told them, I go, police officers, we, we show respect and we sacrifice. We, sometimes we have to sacrifice our lives yeah. for their safety. I promise to each of the students, each of the teacher, and each of the administrator that if it's going to be my life instead of their lives. I would do what necessary for them to go home end of the day. Wow. So Wow. It, it's such a powerful message. And uh, I think one of the points uh, that comes from that is, the, is this idea of respect. It's such an important thing. You talked about how the police officer might be having a bad day. The reality is for, for most of us, when we were on the job or when you're on the job, uh, you don't see people at their best. Nobody says, oh, my gosh, I got a, I got a pay increase at work. And look, they somehow we won the lottery and they brought a new car and we made cookies. And let's invite the local officers over to celebrate you. Generally speaking, are seeing people at a time that is the worst ever for them. And unfortunately, if you're in uniform and you're out there, it's, it's just another part of the day for you. Yes, sir. Yeah, it's difficult. And with the students, you, it's almost the same thing. When they have a crisis, we get, we get involved. Right. Um, fortunately, with being a school resource officer, we have students who are truly amazing kids, amazing young adults, and they come. And I had a couple of girls who come every morning and said, hi, bestie. <laughs> and she come and give me a hug or give me a, and make my day. That, that's what it's all about. Uh, I truly believe this this particular young lady who will go through life, she will have nothing but trust and respect for police department, and nothing bad's gonna happen to her when she deal with the police officer because she know how to deal with police officer. Right. So we try and send them a message that they have to trust the police. Police officer is not bad. Absolutely. A lot of kids in uh, schools that I, I'm responsible for come from different countries. A lot of come from South America, uh, Asia, or Middle East. We have a lot of kids with disabilities. Mm. And again, it's hard for them to deal with the police officers because 
we have our job and our job is very, very detailed, very strict. We have to do what is safe for us, safe for community. A lot of those kids, they don't, they don't believe us because they don't come from society that trusts the police department. That's right. In South America, I got again, 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 students telling me, oh, you know, police are corrupt there. And I'm yeah. aware because I came from a country where police was corrupt. Wow. It was very normal. Um, I still remember my dad driving the car. The police officer do a traffic stop. He gave him a driver's license. He put five rubles in a you know little driver's license. Police officer take five rubles and have a nice day. That was normal. Wow. Yeah. So tell me a little bit more about the Criminal Justice Club. So you, you, you started, and you're talking about the great success. Do we now have them in every middle school in Henrico? So <laughs> um, it, was, it was asked to start the Criminal Justice Club in every school. I have three or four officers starting this program. It, it was going. It was not as, as successful as was Brooklyn Middle School. Okay. Um, one of the person I like to mention, he's a science teacher, nothing to do with criminal justice, but his name is Todd Hickey. Mr. Hickey, he was a teacher of the year last year. And he was he was the main reason why the club was successful. Okay. So the kids was invited in the club who want to join because they want to learn about police department. They want to learn about. I had a couple of students want to ask about social justice. Mm. Absolutely. I have couple um, young adults who have minor disabilities and they don't belong to a sports club or any other clubs, and they came to our club and they did amazing. It was just. Yeah. It, it, it was just awesome to see how much progress they made. I love and it. it's it, it it was for me it was probably the best part of the of the whole school year to see those kids because again it's our club and I told them it's not my club it's their club and we would do what they wanted to learn. So we have we have um, SWAT team came. We have a canine officers came. We had a chief of police, chief English came, talked to my kids, and they really like it. We have um, Mr. Niall Abazaki, who's an assistant common attorney, talked to them. And what happened, they learned how to do a job. And at the end of the day, or end of the school year, excuse me, we had, it was a, it was a tragedy. It was an absolutely horrible thing happened. Mr. Teddy Bear, who was a stuffed animal, got killed, and the kids investigated homicide. And uh, they, uh, we had one teacher who was found as a suspect, and she was charged, and we have a, we have a trial. We did in the library, <laughs> and a judge Honey, who's a Henrico County General District Court judge, he came, and the kids were actually were prosecutors and defense attorneys, and the teacher was found not guilty because we found the evidence, video surveillance evidence, that Teddy Bear fell down himself and Rock hit him <laughs> in the head. So it was. Ah. Made it close to CIS or yeah, CSI, yeah. what they see on TV, and the kids really enjoy it. Kids really love doing the part of the police officer what they see on TV, but they did it in real life, more or wow. less. Wow. I so. love that. Man, it's such an amazing story. Uh, Alexander Danilovich is joining us. He is a member of the Henrico County Police Division, soon to be Sergeant Danilovich. Uh, so I, I don't know the time frame. Has anybody who was in your middle school criminal justice club yet gone on to law enforcement as a career, or are we still a few years out from that? We're not there yet because okay. the club is uh, three years old. Okay. Again, COVID through a ranch yeah. and our whole, you know. So I'm hoping one day I'm going to see one of my one of my students is a chief of police for whatever, and there's no doubt it's going to happen. Absolutely. Uh, we, we have a young lady who was fairly shy and quiet, but she did a, such an amazing job with uh, when she was being a defense attorney. And I told her, I said, you have no choice. You have to go to law school now. That, that's <laughs> it. So there's no doubt in mind. I'm going to see some of the kids. And um, we're making changes. We're making changes yeah. in the young 
young adults' life. Um, I want them to believe in themselves. That's the biggest message. I said, believe in yourself. Sure. And learn, make your own decision. Do not look at the social media. Do not look at the news. Do not ask right. you know, your friends and make a decision based on their experience. You have to make a decision on your own experience. Absolutely. And I'm trying to bring community and police department closer together. I want them to understand and believe that, again, Henry County Police Department, we're there for a right reason. We're there to protect the students. We protect the adults, protect the teachers, everybody in that community. And we got to do it in a respectful way. We got to do it with kindness way. We got to do it with a way that people will give us respect back. Well, I've got to tell you, it's such an impressive life story and career and the difference that you're making in the uh, in the lives of these children, the lives of the community. Uh, we, we mentioned briefly here uh, promotion to sergeant. So does that change your your role any? I will. I'll be going back to patrol. Yeah. Um, I'm pick. I'm. I'm asking my supervisors to pick up good officer to go with this because they already know it's going to be big shoes to fill and sound like I'm bragging, but it was a lot of work, but I enjoy it. It was a yeah. lot, a lot of work, but I enjoy every second of it. And um, I, I already pick a couple officers who's going to be help around with the program. With the Johnson Elementary School, we start. Uh, there's not a program called Open Door, Open Hearts. Basically, very simple concept. In the morning, police officer come to the bus loop in the car uh, drop-off lane, and officers open the door for the kids, mm. saying hi to the kids. Elementary school kids, they love us. They give us a hug. They give us uh, uh, high fives. We say hi to the parents. If parents have any problem and want to talk to police officer about what's going on in the community, they can park the car somewhere and come out and approach the officers. But uh, kids were uh, bringing us, they were making little hearts, and they were oh. writing messages in the hearts they were giving to police officers. So we did it every first Friday of the month. On average, I have between 10 to 20 police officers. We have a lot of captain majors, uh, assistant chiefs show up. And it, it, it was just great. It was just to see the kind of communication, just kind of relationship we're building with community. It, w- it was just breathtaking. Every single time officer come there. And, and when I when I got the news, get promoted, I got officers coming to me again, 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 and saying, hey, make sure somebody keep this program going because it's, it's awesome. We need this. Well, so. we are so proud of you, and I am just thrilled that uh, uh, you've been able to make a few moments for us. And I mentioned to you that uh, you, you get a couple of things as uh, the honoree, and uh, this is all presented, uh, as I said, the Lieutenant Jan McTurn and Blue Friday honor. Uh, Jan was a, was a dear friend of mine, passed away a couple of years ago, but Jan was a... Uh, uh, United States Marine. She was a police officer and frankly in the city of Richmond and frankly she did those things when for the most part women didn't do either of those things. Jan was a trailblazer in every sense and I I joke with her sons who are dear dear friends, their family really that the only way I could name this for Jan would be after she passed away because if she were alive and I named it for her I'd be injured because she just absolutely <laughs> had such a sense of duty and humility. She didn't want anybody paying attention to her. She wanted to help people. So uh, we find people who embody that same sort of spirit. And um, I'm going to be the first to say it officially. Sergeant, you are one of those folks. So let me let me run down the list of uh, some of the things that uh, you will get. Uh, our friends over at Mission Barbecue, that's uh, Craig and Maria Briggs and Margie Pegram, would like to buy you some lunch. Our friends over at Arby's would like to buy you some more lunch. And uh, Victor Fable, who is a uh, a lighting director, he's he has an amazing story himself. Uh, he's also from New York. Uh, Victor was out in Los Angeles for 25, 30 years as a lighting director on movies and television shows and concerts. His son became a police officer down in Colonial Heights. 
Victor decided he wanted to be closer, so uh, he's here now, and he has some some great personal lighting that you can wear on the uh, on the duty rig while you're out there. You've got a uh, you got a couple of little pieces of Jeff Cat swag, uh, some gift cards, which uh, hopefully will make your life a little bit easier. Tony Brewster is someone, <clears throat> excuse me, who's a fan of the program, and so Jeff, I'd like to help. And Tony set up a golf tournament and raised a bunch of money. And so you'll get a $100 gift card from uh, Tony Brewster's group, Jamie Walter. And that's a name that uh, you probably know. Uh, her husband, Mike Walter, special agent with the Virginia State Police, was was murdered in the line of duty a couple of years back. Jamie and her family have donated a bunch of gift cards that uh, will help you get through the day. Uh, my friend Lee Weeks, who is, uh, he's a great guy. Lee's company is actually called Weeks Tile, and I got to know him because he was doing work at my house. And uh, his son is a deputy sheriff down in Chesterfield County. Lee has uh, donated a $100 gift card for you. But in addition to that, because he does have the law enforcement connection, there's also a $25 Krispy Kreme gift card and that would be a good way that's for wrong the, no 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 i'm just saying the new sergeant on the shift could make a lot of friends right off the bat that's all i'm saying uh we've got a beautiful flag that our friend uh pastor steve boots from uh, mount victory uh baptist church who of course is also the henrico county police division chaplain has made and uh, one item that is uh, very near and dear to my heart the uh, thin blue line bracelet there is a young lady down in Chesterfield County by the name of Emily Morrissey, and Emily has a CP and a couple of other challenges, but her therapy in school uh, demonstrated to her that she had some real great ability to work with beads. And so her family has set her up a little business called Emily's Bracelets, emilysbracelets.com, and uh, she's just turning 24, but you will have a thin blue line bracelet as well, and uh, all just one or two little things to say. Thank you for doing what you do. Uh, I'm speechless, sir. I don't. I don't think I deserve it. Thank you. It's my honor to come and talk to you and tell about the programs. I truly, truly appreciate it. Uh, I don't know what to say. I'm sorry. No, <laughs> I mean, don't be sorry. Just... You've <clears throat> you've given so much to this community, and we're happy to uh, simply uh, give you a tip of the hat and say thank you. For what you have done. It's very kind of you, sir. Thank you very much. It's, it's my honor. Well, the honor is ours. That is Alexander Danilovich, the recipient of the June 2022 Lieutenant Jam McTurnan Blue Friday Honor. Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA.